I'm going to start off with a, a quote. It's by Nisargadatta Maharaj. He says, Wisdom tells me I'm nothing. Love tells me I'm everything. And between the two, my life flows. The reason I love that quote so much is that it encapsulates so much just in a few words. We have the uncompromising kind of masculine energy of nothingness. You are nothing. You're not the body, you're not the mind, you're not the sense of self. Or another way to say that is, reality is nothing you experience. So we have that kind of netty netty, not this, not this approach or perspective. But then we have the feminine embrace, the warmth of being. Love tells me I'm everything. And that's the recognition of inclusion. This too, this too, even this. We also have a third pointer in that, that between the two, my life flows, which is to say, I experience, I experience this. It's true that nothing I experience can define me, can limit me, can confine me. It's also true that I am everything I experience. I am all of it. There's nothing that I'm not. When we recognise the truth that we are, we recognise that everything is an expression of what we are. Not what I am as Nick, not what I am as an individual, but what I am as this. We could call this many things. The fact that we can call this life, reality, source, whatever you want to call it, the fact that we can call it many things is love. Life gives permission to itself to be called the 10,000 things. That's love. So this love includes every manifestation, since every manifestation is a celebration of life, of what we are, of reality. And it doesn't exclude anything. How can anything be excluded if everything is that? If everything is a manifestation of that, of you, how can anything be excluded? What you are embraces every experience. So that's every emotion, even the emotion you're experiencing right now, every thought, even the thought you're thinking right now. And there's no resistance. There's no resistance because what you are recognises that there are only expressions of this essential nature that you are. And there's another quote by Nisargadatta, which points to all of what we're talking about today. He says, The source of all that is, is the infinite possibility, the supreme reality, which is in you, and which throws its power and light and love on every experience. The source of all that is, is the infinite possibility, the supreme reality, which throws its power and light and love on every experience. But he says, variety and diversity do not create separation. So there is the experience of variety and diversity, of duality and difference, of contrast and separation. But it's not true separation. There's no genuine separation here. But there's an allowance for variety and diversity. And that's love. He says, Once you have understood that the world is love in action, you will look at it quite differently. 
The world is love in action. So this is the action of love, this moment, whatever's taking place, whatever's unfolding, despite what the mind says about it, is love in action. So it's a radical love, isn't it? It's a true love, it's a deep love, it's a, it's a big love, infinite love, beyond any notion we have about love, as being people, as experiencing ourselves as, as people. And Nisargadatta says again, love itself is the lover and the beloved. And this echoes what Ramana says when he says, the world is unreal, you are nothing. But he also says, only consciousness is real, so only the one reality is real, not the illusory duality we experience. However, he says, consciousness is the world. And again, that recognition is love. So love is a fundamental quality, we could say. It's a quality that doesn't depend on apparently external circumstances. Because typically we think about love being dependent on certain circumstances. It's an infinite source that doesn't deplete, doesn't run out. There's a, an endless outpouring and that outpouring is what we could call experience. You are life experiencing yourself this way. You are love. You are life. You are reality experiencing yourself this way. And no experience is out of place. No experience is inappropriate or wrong. As the Bible says in, in the book of 1 Corinthians, love never fails. There's no failure here. Because life is love. It doesn't make mistakes. It explores its infinite potential for the sake of love. Self-love. True self-love. Not egoic self-love. And it's from this primordial love that the universe emerged. And it is to this love that it shall return. Because everything originates from love and, and dissolves back into love. And when I say that the universe emerged from love... I'm actually saying that the universe didn't emerge billions of years ago. It's emerging now. And it won't one day in the future disappear. Actually, it disappears when you stop thinking about it, or when you stop imagining it. And that's true for everything within the apparent universe. Like this body-mind, or this individual, this person, wasn't born and won't one day die. It's born when I perceive it, when I when I, life, when I, reality, experience the body-mind, the individual. And when I stop imagining it, it dissolves. So there's a constant rebirth happening at all times. Your creative imagination as the supreme reality through Maya, which is just a Sanskrit word that means magic, you project your present experience. So this is a magic show. Maya is the veiling and projecting power of reality. In one way it conceals truth and that recognition is the recognition of there's nothing happening here. In concealing truth and appearing as duality it distorts the totality. The recognition of, of this is wisdom but it also reveals truth. The revealing of truth, the expressing of truth as this moment is the recognition of love. Whatever it is, it's a creative force that 
gives rise to all forms and all experiences. But love itself is formless and it manifests as all forms, as all experiences in existence. And it expresses the infinite in the seeming finite. So when you experience something that is finite, you're actually experiencing the infinite. So it's a complete, undiscriminating embrace of all that is. That's love. It's a boundless field that doesn't judge, that doesn't see difference. But it allows for the play of difference, the dance of life. And it embraces these expressions or phenomena without clinging or aversion. And so much of our idea of love is bound up in grasping and aversion, desire and fear. But even that is a manifestation of love. So as I've mentioned a few times, we could call this love awareness. You're aware. I'm not talking about some special enlightened awareness. There's one awareness and it's this awareness. It's this moment of awareness right now. You're aware, you know you're aware, or you're experiencing, you know you're experiencing, don't you? And does this unlimited capacity of experiencing refuse or reject anything, any experience? Check it out for yourself. This field of openness is is saying yes to even judgmental thoughts, the critical mind that says no always saying no, always resisting. And awareness isn't holding on to anything, is it? Like, we all know that every experience is transient. Nothing is permanent. Everything comes and goes freely. And that's love. It doesn't die with the death of a physical form. So there's the form of the body. It seems to be present, and the mind will say one day it won't be present. But it's born when there's an imagination of the body-mind, and when awareness is focused on another experience, the body-mind is no more. But this consciousness, this awareness remains because it's eternal and timeless. Through the human experience, which is just an experience, the totality that we are is having right now, we often feel separated from what we are, and we perceive ourselves as isolated entities distinct from others. This feels like the opposite of love, doesn't it? And this perceived separation is the root of all our suffering. All our suffering is is based on this idea of separation, of non-love, anti-love. It's an idea. Because we invest our attention and identity and, and search our purpose in that idea, we yearn for connection, for unity, for a return to our true nature. We yearn for love. All of our pursuits are in the name of this love. All of our seeking is based on the intention that we have, that we will one day return to love. We'll we'll somehow fix things or transform things, change things, remove things so we can get to love. And this yearning manifests in so many different ways. Basically, desire and fear, both of which are distorted reflections of our innate longing for love. When we desire, we're desiring love. When we fear, we're fearing the absence of love. We're fearing being separate from love. It goes without saying that 
what we conventionally understand as love is is infused with so many conditions and expectations and a sense of fundamentally a sense of individuality conventional love is subject to duality and we all know it can generate feelings of longing and jealousy and possession and and so on it's not something that flows from one individual to another the lover to the loved although it can take that appearance it can t- it can take that shape but it's not dependent on that transaction it's the very fabric of both the lover and the loved the lover the beloved and the act of loving are one it's not something we can grasp hold of as something we can attach to our sense of self it's not directed towards someone or something it just simply is it's not based on any relational dynamics because ultimately there is no other like to be in relation to but again this love says yes it says yes to even relationship a relationship is an expression of it but it's not about finding completeness or wholeness in another person again that's another idea we have about love you complete me it's about recognizing and honoring the completeness that we already are and from that place celebrating with the apparent other everything is a point of back to love actually every pain every heartbreak every moment of despair is a call from the depths of our being urging us to remember what we are paradoxically it's this very suffering born out of this sense of perceived separation that points us back to love so love is both the cause of our suffering and its ultimate resolution this love is not dependent on an opposite like hate or indifference these are certainly experiences we have but they're not absolute qualities they're relative love is absolute really there's no anti love there's no non love there's no separation so every experience leads us back to love as we're being led we start to question what is this what is the nature of life and as we delve deeper into this inquiry we begin to see that beneath the surface of our perceived separation lies this unbroken field of love we're calling it love today but we could call it anything it's it's beyond words but what it is is that which embraces every experience even the experience of separation your very essence the essence of your being is this pure and divided love and in this realization the boundaries that once seemed so solid are seen for what they are imaginary distinctions like between self and other you and i inside and outside subject and object they are seen for what they are and this objectless love is boundless and infinite it's not confined by any limitation any boundary because they're not real and this doesn't mean that we don't still experience duality variety and diversity we can experience anything and the fact that we can experience anything is love it's just that these experiences these ideas these beliefs are seen for what they are just different characterizations different shapes reality takes but they're not fundamental they're not absolute 
They're just expressions, just apparitions. And we come to see that this creative love is not something we have to do, something we have to cultivate. It's just what we are. And this love doesn't require a, a reason to exist. It is existence itself, existing, just existing, just bursting and shining forth, radiating pure Shakti, pure ecstatic expression. It isn't just available for a select few. It's, it's always available because it is what you are. It's pervasive. It's a pervasive presence, we could say. It's, it permeates every aspect of itself, every aspect of existence, even in those moments that don't feel like love. This awareness, this, this actuality of consciousness holds every experience. So it's a deep, unrestricted yes to what is. No resistance, no preference, no trying to change anyone or no trying to change what is. And this love doesn't seek anything in return. It's just a, a freely given blossoming to itself. It's not about giving in order to receive or loving with the expectation of something in return, asks for nothing. So it's selfless. It flows without needing acknowledgement. Again, our, our idea of love is that you, you need to acknowledge me for me to feel love and, and all of that, all of that, all of that programming that we get, which is just, just that, just programming, not true, not truth. And this love is non-exclusive. It's not limited to a particular relationship or a particular context. There's no demands, no conditions. This love that you are is impersonal. It's free from a sense of ownership or possession, free from individuality. But it's deeply personal in that, look, there's sharing here, there's listening, there's interaction. That's how our love, that's how our life is choosing to express itself right now. In this recognition, relationships are no longer burdened by dependency or, or the need to kind of somehow extract love from the apparent other. So experientially, love is the depth of understanding that sees beyond appearances, but it also allows for appearances. It's the absence of real separation and the celebration of diversity. It's the celebration of itself. So when we love something or someone, whether it's a person or an object or an experience, what we really love is the, the essence of our own being that we recognise in that apparent personal thing or state. It's like there's a glimpse there of, of this love, but that's on the experiential level. In the absolute sense, there's nothing but love and it flows naturally without effort. It flows from the recognition that what we are is life, is love, wholeness itself. And so everything is always and will always be this boundless expression of love. <laughs>